Welcome to the Fit2 Talk podcast. Nah, I just wanted to see if you'd start it again. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for listening as we bring you meaningful, helpful, and accurate information and... Remind you that fitness doesn't have to be boring. Right now, you're listening to one of our talk episodes during which Bobby and I talk. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't know why. I was singing that just before the podcast. It's true. It's like it's stuck in your it's mind just now. Deep rooted into my brain. That's okay. And I, I, I suppose we should say that they should. I don't know if they like it. They should leave us a review. Do it, please. Make it rain. If you, go, if you don't like it, please don't leave us a review because <laughs> uh, that's just not fun for anyone to. to or, read. or leave us a great review and then never listen to us again. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd accept that's, that. That feels like a nice compromise. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Okay, so do that. Uh, and on that uh, slightly beggy note, uh, <laughs> cue the music. It's fit to talk. That's it. I was like, are you committing to that? No, <laughs> I don't commit to those things. Okay. You I'll get one, one word. I was going to say, it's very rare that you... Yeah. It is rare. I'm all for it. No, it won't be happening very often. <laughs> um, we should have a joke. We sh- we should. We should have a joke before yeah. we start. Go on. Now I've I've questioned whether to say this or, or not, but I'll start you off with a with to give you the vibe. Okay, just with a statement. To, oh, to, oh, okay. Oh, this is you going a bit rogue. Which I like it. Having sex as an elevator is wrong on so many levels. Did you intend to say having sex as an elevator? I didn't. Is that what I said? Having sex. As an elevator, having sex. In, if, if you listen to that back in the edit, and I've delivered it well, I am going. Then I will apologise. I will. Uh, you mind? I said as, but you definitely didn't say in. Well, it might have been is. Let's reattempt that. <laughs> having sex in an elevator is wrong, on so many levels. There you go. I mean, That's, it's. I I will say I have heard this joke before. That is. The level that I feel like I've delivered that joke before. Really? Well. Right, and then like dodgy panto. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure I'd be talking about having sex in an elevator <laughs> on a dodgy <laughs> pan, on a panto. Adult pantos exist. Well, yeah, but I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to employ me for an adult panto. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, now you know the kind of vibe. I like that that was just a vibe builder. Yeah, because the jokes have got filthy. Um, the, the beginning of this. Your face like, what? Yeah, I'm ready for I it. did say beforehand, I was like, just so you know, this. I'm not sure I can say this joke. And you were like, do it. Oh, yeah, just do it. So uh, the, the setup, how do you make your partner scream during sex? And then we'll find that out at the end. This feels risky. <laughs> it's, it's, I would say risque. Hey, I'm excited for it. Uh, how excited is? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yay. <laughs> how are you today, man? I, I'm very well. Actually, I've got a joke for you. Uh, oh. I'm just going to tell you the whole joke in one go. Hit me. Um, what do chickens work on in the gym? I don't know. What do chickens work on in the gym? Their pecs. <laughs> bam, bam. want <coughs> <coughs> that really powerful peck. I'm so invested in yeah, that. Yeah, I felt uh, good about that one. Fantastic. Chicken-based jokes. One of the best chicken-based jokes I've heard. Yeah, they don't really plan their session. They just wing it. Oh! oh! Double joke! Oh, you've not got a leg to stand on. And I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to keep beating that drum. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, are we out? I think we're out. I think we should be out. Yeah, I think it, uh, people have just switched off. By yeah, now. let's get to the content before the. Yeah, yeah. Before uh, quickly, content, content. But, but in general, how are you in life? I, I'm good. I'm good. I've just driven back from Plymouth. Right. So I'm quite tired. Yes, that's a long ass drive, isn't it? It is a long ass drive, and um, yeah, it is long. But and like Sam's now passed her driving test, but uh, it's not insured on my car, oh. so uh, I was so I was like, oh, 
Oh, I've still got to drive the whole thing. Are you going to insure on your car? Probably, yeah. I don't think my car is like wide. As you've seen my car, my car is a very mm. wide, unnecessarily wide car. Describing your car as a car is a is a stretch, I think. <laughs> I think it's, 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 it's like a lounge on wheels. It is a tank. It is rather large. Um, it's the largest electric car I've seen. Yeah. It, it, it's excess. It, do you know what? It's actually really, like, really not. Is it not? Like, comparatively, there's some, like, it, it's weird, like, with electric cars, is like, they're either giant or yeah. teeny tiny. Yeah, I've seen a few teeny tiny ones recently, and I feel like I'm in some kind of 80s movie about the future when I see them because I'm like, that's not a car. And you know, no. you used to see those things. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, you're like, mm, and they're silent. It's the sound. The like, sound is like, mm. <laughs> like no. Like, this no. is a weird sound. I feel like I'm in the future. But oh, so you have driven a very long way. I've driven. Uh, I've done quite a lot of driving the last couple of days, but it's been quite nice. Why were you in Plymouth? I was in Plymouth for uh, Sam's nan's birthday, her 80th. She had a party. That's it. I threw some shapes on the dance floor. You didn't. Terrified some family members. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been good. a long time since I've seen you on a dance floor. I yeah, it's very rare that I would get on the dance floor unless I'm being paid. True. True. Yeah. I often liken it to, liken it to when uh, somebody's like, oh, can, yeah, do, you want, do you want to just do some dancing? And I'm like, and no, would you ask a plumber to just do some plumbing if they, if they were at a party? Not at a party, but if they were at my house, I needed some plumbing. I might ask well, yeah, 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 but you would not do it for free. <laughs> Ain't no plumber doing that for free. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, yeah. How are you, though? Uh, I'm grand, I think. <laughs> this, is always, this is always a question, isn't it? Like, you go, how am I? Well, it's, it's the reality of that question, isn't it? We're so used to people just casually saying, how are you? And the the accepted response is, great, thanks. How are you? Or, yeah. fine, thanks. And actually, knowing that it's you asking that question mm. makes me go, how actually am I? <laughs> yeah. Let me actually take a second to think yeah. about it. And I think in all honesty, I th- if I'm really honest about that, I'm like, you know, probably not fantastic, yeah. but not terrible either. It's like, Stuff is okay. There's a lot going on, and mm. I feel a, a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's like sad or stressed. I'm really still trying to work it out at the moment to go where actually am I in order to to process and move forwards. Uh, you know, because once you can acknowledge how you actually feel, I can mm. I, I can deal with it. But um, yeah, I think there's there's some of that bubbling through. You know, because of various sort of career things that have happened and, and yeah. personal life things and. There's so many positive things going on right now that I'm I'm really grateful for, but I, I'm just not quite firing on all cylinders in the way that I feel I should be. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, and I'm taking a look at that to go, okay, what do I need to change to shift that? Yeah, that's good. That's good that you're addressing it. It's good that you're not. I think quite often it's quite easy to let like when some when a few good things are happening in your life it's quite easy to use those to mask like other things that maybe aren't like sitting well and that maybe need addressing. So the fact that you're addressing those things is a good situation to be in, I think. Yeah. I think, you know, we've spoken about this before when we don't come necessarily from backgrounds that would talk about those things Mm. openly and trying to do that and be honest about it. And I think it's important to say, I don't know. Yeah to go, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel, but I am trying to work that out. Mm-hmm. And then to go, yeah, how do, I, how do I shift that? And knowing that that's okay and that when I do work it out, I'll be able to do it. By the way, this sounds like I'm in this terrible state or that, like this horrible nah. place, but I think maybe it sounds like that to me because people don't talk about it very often. You know, 
I feel great in in general. Mm. Like it's not like I'm really depressed or or down or anything else. It's just just uh, um, um, you know, it's not that everything's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, and I think that's uh that's an interesting thing. It is interesting, and it's hard to point out why. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's that's often true. Like I was talking to you last week about. Uh, that I was feeling a little bit like overwhelmed, mm. but it, it, uh, I used that word, but I don't necessarily think that was the true word. That was just the word that I chose to describe at that point. Actually, I was in the same boat. I was like, I don't actually know what I'm feeling, yeah. but I'm just not feeling like at prime. Like I'm, I was feeling a bit like lost at sea, and I didn't, I didn't know kind of what that feeling was. So I think it's it's interesting to be in a position where you can say those things do you think there's an element of this being uh i, w- I wonder if i'm reaching here mm. uh, the way when we were brought up the way men were told slash taught to behave and that we like actually because this, this is a classic in life coaching or therapy mm. that men can't express what they feel as well or identify their emotions quite as easily and i think i wonder if that's sort of the process that we will struggle with perhaps you know for for the rest of our lives is to go what is this feeling and to be able to categorize it and and understand that is can be slightly problematic yeah i think i think that is i think that is true i don't for me i don't necessarily think mine's coming from that kind of like typical male situation i feel like mine is like my kind of reluctance to maybe talk about things it probably stems from like fighting against kind of things around me so like uh, things around me would be really like extreme and big massive emotions and like big kind of uh arguments and that kind of stuff so i would like to keep things simple and quiet and like not dramatic that's fascinating because that's very similar to me yeah and i'm like there was it was noise arguments and you know constant almost i don't want to say feeling unsafe because it, that makes it sound like i was in danger i was not in danger of any any kind yeah but it is a feeling of unsafety created by that atmosphere and i think you know that that was my way of dealing with it too to pull back and go oh uh, right how do i control this environment mm. and, and and keep create a bubble around myself that is safe yeah and i think maybe that's it right and, and but then when it comes to identifying emotions now maybe that is the the male thing i don't like you know when maybe you said yeah. that that classically male male thing like i'm not sure i know what the root of that is mm. i just know that in general we <laughs> tend to be bad at it yeah um, although i feel like i feel like this the simple fact that we're having this discussion now is and we're doing it on a podcast yes which feels like, very, very vulnerable yeah very, very vulnerable very, very vulnerable <laughs> um uh, that shows that we are improving like yeah i think the will has been there i think uh, i watched this documentary on netflix mm-hmm. seven years ago now something like that called uh, the mask you live in i've told you about it before yeah. i think um and it's about masculinity great pun title love it and it's uh, set in America, and it does talk about a bunch of studies there. But um, it was a real slap in the face of being presented with some of the things 
that we were presented with mm. growing up that I would never have even noticed before that are really, really messed up. That like the way men behave or are taught to like, you know, from, from nursery being told that, you know, being like, like a girl, are oh, you big girl or mm. any of that kind of stuff? is like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. A- and, or showing any kind of emotion. Basically, one of the one of the conceits of it is that one of the only emotions we're allowed to express as men in that kind of masculine thing is anger, and anything else is deemed weak. So, to avoid weakness, you kind of filter through every other emotion through anger, mm. and we end up in this strange place where you can't really express other things without a, uh, that kind of veil. Now, uh, on the spectrum of men, I imagine we're <laughs> on the the less angry side. Yes, I would say so. Because uh, it's, it's, except for when driving. <laughs> no, do you know what? I'm even still You're quite pretty chill. pretty chill when driving. Do you know what I did find the other day? Uh, the first time I've been angry in a car in a while was when I was in the car with Sam. Yeah. And I wasn't angry at Sam, but basically Sam was doing the speed limit. And yeah. you, you know I love the speed limit. Yeah. I sit very... I, 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 I sit on it. I never go above it. And around us, there's lots of 20 mile an hour zones. So we were sitting at 20. Sam was, as she should, sitting at 20 miles an hour. And like somebody behind her was like flashing their lights, hitting their horn, then like sped past her. And I, for the first time in a long time, like saw red. I was like, and I think it was because she's a new driver. And yeah, I so was like, make her feel like she's doing something wrong. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's absolutely outrageous. Like, yeah. That kind of stuff, that kind of stuff gets to me so badly. Like, and, and this is another, the other, probably the other time that I've been angry in a car recently was when a pedestrian screamed at me from the pavement that I was going too slowly. <laughs> I was going 20 in a 20. And yeah. he was like, he was like, hurry the F up. Come on, come on. I was like, I, I was like, I, I, I didn't know how to process that. I was like, "That's bizarre." I was like, I, I, do do I stop and tell him, "No, I'm doing twenty in a 20. Yeah, I, I, like I got home and I was like, "I don't know what just happened." It's so bizarre. I, I think uh, you know that that just sucks for Sam. I'm I'm the same as you actually, mm. especially now that you've got the you know cars that you can just set cruise control. Yeah. on. you're like, well, there's no reason. I, I do, there's no pedal control required for me yeah, to yeah, stay yeah. at seventy on a motorway, whatever it might be. But I do think that's that's an element for for some people, like road rage comes out, right? Yeah. But then I wonder if the other element, if you go, right, I don't want to be one of those angry men, mm-hmm. like the idea of toxic masculinity. So you go, okay, so anger isn't an avenue. So what avenues do we have? Because, you know, I think as a rule, men just don't cry as, as often as women. There's millions of studies and probably not millions, hundreds of thousands of studies that, yeah. that show that on, a, on reg- how regularly a, a man cries and crying is very healthy yeah, you yeah, yeah processing your emotions and and doing that you know if you cried once a day unless you're depressed if it's just processing emotion then then that's positive mm. we don't have access to that we can't really process or quantify or qualify other emotions quite as easily so what is the outlet like how do you go about doing that you know beyond therapy or mindset coaching I don't know. And yeah. that's the honest answer. I don't know. Um, and I suppose that's the kind of journey that we are on in, in trying to kind of unlock these things is we will hopefully find avenues where we can kind of have that outlet. We can express mm. ourselves. 
I've just uh, just got my life coach qualification. Which is very exciting. I'm very excited for you to have that life Thank coaching. You. I know you've been Me working too. hard on that for a long time. So It's been a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's very exciting. I, I don't think we've mentioned that on here. No, no we, we haven't, have we? Um, no. Yeah, so just I found out that I'd passed last week, I think it was, and then got the uh, the old certificate through just to prove that it's real. Uh, <laughs> as helpful as that piece of paper just is. to prove to yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, it's like, like a PT qualification. Like, that piece of paper is not relevant. It's about what information you learned and what you can apply. But with, yeah. with that life coaching thing, going through a lot of those processes, I know when I first started that, we did that in an episode, didn't we? We went through one of those exercises. Yes, we did, yeah, yeah. Right at the start. And it, it's taught me quite a lot about myself. And working with with Wendy Bollard, mm. our, our mindset coach as well. The legend. To go, yeah, she's incredible. You know, it, picking up snippets here and there and working with her, you, you know, you get to see, you start to become aware of how your brain works mm. and, and uh, not even just on a biomechanical thing. That's really great in theory, but to go, what are the things that happen to me during the day and how do I feel about them? And I, I this is one of those things I'm becoming really aware that I don't know how to uh, express those things or mm -hmm. I don't know what word is correct for it. I don't know how to match up those things. I'm finding when it's like angry or yeah. happy, or it's like, I don't know, jealous is probably quite easy to yeah. to, to qualify. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones, but like sad. Yeah. You know, and then beyond that, which is what? The level of a two-year-old? That's like <laughs> the emotional intelligence of a yeah. two-year-old is like, okay, that's where I'm at. Yeah, like, yeah. like beyond that, I'm like, okay, this is more complicated. And I don't, I'm not sure I know how to communicate that stuff. You know, it's so funny that you said this because I was I was listening to a uh, headspace last night, mm. um, and it was uh, it was one of the sleep casts. I always listen. I love listening to their sleep casts, and the kind of wind down section of it at the beginning was something called noting, and it was yeah. uh, uh, thoughts as thoughts and feelings as feelings, identifying them, and it got to the feelings one, and I was like. Like I can identify that it's a feeling, but I don't know what that feeling is. Yeah. And it really like took me back. And this was only last night. It's so weird that we've kind of got on to this. Because I was, I was like lying in bed going, I know that's a feeling, but I don't know what it is. Mm. And that really kind of like just baffled me that I couldn't make sense of something that was going on within me. I have the exact same trouble with that uh, exercise yeah. and any exercise that comes up, which is about identifying feelings for, yeah. that, for the same reason. Um, anytime we're doing meditation, I, I also love, a, um, I don't listen to them that much when I'm going to sleep now, oh. but uh, walking ones I really, really like. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking somewhere. I find it more helpful to crack on one of those things than it is to crack on something else like a podcast. Or yep. anything. Like, okay, I've got 10 minutes to the station. Let me just, let me just crack something on. And anytime it's about everything else, I can rationalize, but when it's about feelings and like I did exactly the thing you just described, mm. you go, I know I feel something like I can, I feel it. Yeah. Like that is true, but I don't know what it is. And I, I, I wonder, are we just completely strange in this and uh, alien compared to others? Or do you think uh, my hypothesis is that this is incredibly common and I don't know if it's just with men, perhaps that's an arbitrary um division to make based on sex that seems unfair or, or if it's 
something else. I would say it's very common. I don't think it's necessarily down to sex. I would say that's. I would say this is quite a big thing in general. I, I, it feels like it's probably something that's not spoken about a lot, but is probably quite common. Mm. Um, I'd be interesting to kind of hear from the listeners, like if anybody has kind of come across this as well. If you if you get into these kind of situations where you go, well, I, I know that I'm feeling something, but I don't know what it is i can't put it into words yeah and how you're maybe you're dealing with it in a in a better way or i don't know it's um it's a fascinating topic it's something i've never spoken about with a therapist actually which uh, i find really confusing mm. now that i <laughs> i'm like that <laughs> seems odd that probably seems like something i should do yeah why has that not come up yeah but uh yeah i think it, it's it, it is a fascinating one I, I wonder is this like one of those things where some people see uh, think differently like you know when you ask people to imagine right and they go mm. oh in my head i can see the picture in my head i see the words in my head i see a, yeah, a yeah, blob yeah. of color that re resembles that thing maybe this is maybe there's just divisions of people that uh, can identify feelings in a in a different way maybe we've solved it we've we've nailed it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help anyone no it helps nobody but uh we promise yeah. people meaningful helpful and ac accurate information and this is more of a a sort of an exploration of our own psyche. I like it. Oh, well, I'm I think, on board. I think this is. I yeah. This has been an. I, this is an interesting chat. I wonder what what then would be because this. I've sort of been aware of this for quite some time, and it's never become the the priority to, to address. Yeah, because there's always other shit on the go. <laughs> um, Standard. And to go, okay, how do I do this? And as you said, right, I think we're. I think we make a, a choice to attempt to identify that that stuff and mm -hmm. to communicate it right i think you know it, it's quite easy to go along through life and not communicate any of those things like feelings and things and making the choice to be vulnerable i think is perhaps what's most important yeah i think i think the second you make that choice to be vulnerable even if you don't know what you're being vulnerable about yeah but the second you make that choice you're going to explore more and you're going to it's going to maybe lead to better things. Yeah. And we don't, I, I don't think as a society or even as people, we truly love someone that presents as perfect because we know that's not possible. Yeah. Like the people that we, even when we're looking at celebrities and things like the, the biggest Beyonce fans in the world love her because she achieves what she does and she's human. Mm. Like, you know, that documentary that she did, do you remember that doc from a few years ago? Vaguely. Where you see her insecurity and you get to see her work hard and fail and, and then still do this stuff. It makes it mm. more impressive, right? That you're like, yes, she's struggling with the same stuff as we do. And she's still achieving that. Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's the thing. You go, we love people and characters and the people in our life because of, not in spite of these things, in my opinion, like, because you get to see that somebody struggles with that. Somebody very close to me was telling me this morning about some some things that they're struggling with right now and about their own self-esteem uh, in that place and not sure what they were bringing to the table if they didn't have an acting job or mm. if they didn't have X, Y, Z. I won't go into their, their stuff too no. much. But like, and I, and I had the privilege of being the person to go, you think your friends or your family like value you less or more based on what job you have mm. or what what those things are like when you rock up to a place like 
your presence is the is the gift that is your value like you are the value that yeah. you bring and I, I i don't know it's, it's tricky to remember that all the time isn't it that you go actually well keep getting knocked back or or i'm not sure how to process any of this stuff <laughs> but you know the, the our i think the point i'm trying to make is our vulnerabilities and the struggles that we have are what makes us human and interesting and i, I think that's partly what our podcast is about too right yeah i mean you and i have spoken the whole time about how like the things that have happened to us like health-wise in our lives have are, are the reason we are who we are now i was having this discussion with my mum the other day i was saying look i like yes i've been through some some stuff some health-wise some, some things i'm going through some things right now health-wise but that's made me who i am like yeah. i wouldn't change it like if i could do it all again i would do it all again exactly how it's been because that has shaped me to this point. And I think that's the thing. Like we're all, everybody's going through things, but everybody's being shaped by those things along the way. And I think it's important, like you said, to remember what you, you are what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. And if we hide those things, here's the thing I think that, I think people forget how human each other are. Hmm. Whereas when you hear that stuff, it's so tough not to empathize with somebody or yeah. sympathize. Perhaps, perhaps empathizing is the wrong term, but mm. uh, you know, which can create really strong bonds between people. I don't know how long it was before we shared with each other our medical history because it's quite a strange thing to open yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, nice to meet you. I have a heart problem. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but you know, I think it was quite a long time till we we knew. I think I told you about my heart thing at some point when we showed the dressing room. I, I, I would say it's, I'd say uh, uh, we probably sped up that conversation because of what happened around COVID with Joseph. Oh, yes. I think that's probably what spurred that conversation on. And then I, after you kind of told me, I then volunteered kind of. But I think even then, like, I don't think we necessarily went to the full kind of like depth of what had gone gone down. Like... No. Even then we shared, like, snippets. Enough to understand. Yeah. And I, it's kind of weird. I, I do think this sometimes. Like, It's weird that I talk about it on the podcast. It's like, weird that I talk about health problems when there have been lots of people that I've worked with for, like, a year tour or something who have no idea. Yeah. Oh, this is the... And the I'm thing. like... <laughs> with, with the podcast, I think it was, like, a year beforehand I put that post on social media. Yeah. That that's the first time I had ever talked about it openly. Mm. And previously, I, I know we've mentioned this, I would be... It's the exact opposite of what I'm saying right now. I would have been mortified at the idea that people saw that, uh, saw that, and saw it as a vulnerability or a weakness, mm -hmm. something that I was out of control of and and could uh, take control of me, and that that really scared me. I think if mm. I'm if I'm uh, looking back at it now, I think that's what it was. I don't think it's how I, I processed it at the time, but I think that's what's true. And now a bunch of people came out after reading that and sent messages and shared their stories and the same thing now when we, we talk about this here and have the ability and platform to be vulnerable and go, yeah, this this sucked and this was horrible and this is how I managed to deal with it. I'm not saying you should deal with your stuff that way, mm. but like what's going on with you? Like I think that's magic that I never had before yeah. because I hid it. You know, like, yeah, that is part of my experience. That's part of my day-to-day -day experience. It's part of our lives. Like these things, you're like, you know, the way these things affect us day-to-day -day mm. do affect our 
day-to-day existence and how we process the world. Yeah. And so having that understanding, I think, is for everyone. Well, I'm not trying to single us out as being no. different to uh, others. Everyone has these things, whatever they might be. Not, not the exact same as us, but I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And going, oh, everyone has that. And if we just shared it a little bit with people and it was all handled wonderfully, <laughs> fingers crossed, then maybe we can create a better way of interacting in a society that is currently filled with hate. I love that. I think that's I think that's the perfect way to kind of sum up what we've kind of accidentally spoken about today. Yeah, this was not the plan. No, this really wasn't the plan, but this, I, this is it, it, yeah, I think what kind of what you said is so true if we can if we can just show that little bit of vulnerability then we can just open the door to a way better way of communicating mm. with the people around us. So yeah, I guess I guess we should say again <laughs> the content that we had for this episode we'll do on the next one. Yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> Don't you worry, that's coming. <laughs> but it'll come. But we should say oh, something you mentioned earlier on, right? Which is if you're listening to this and you identify with some of these things that we've mentioned, right? So the idea that. Uh, you don't quite know how to express certain things or, or identify emotions. I, well, I think we'd both be genu- genuinely really curious to see if that is just us or, or that's something you also identify with, um, whomever you might be. And also, if you have any tips for us on how you do that, maybe that might might be helpful. Absolutely. We would love to hear them. Do you know what? I, I was thinking this only today, actually, on the drive. Um, I, I've loved recently the amount of people who've kind of come into our inbox and just kind of opened up to us. Mm. It's been lovely to have that kind of open communication with, with people who've listened to the podcast, people who know us. It's, um, yeah, it's great. We would like, we will always be in those DMS if anybody wants to talk to us about anything, but yeah. it, literally anything if yeah, get in there. And we, we'll always endeavor to either do what we can to help or, or just chat or yeah. point you in the right direction. Like, which is really positive, and you know, our aim has always been to to make the world a better place. But like, you can only do what you know as much as we can. But is to to make our industry a better place, yeah, and a healthier place. And if there's any tiny way we could do that, then we will. Yeah, even if we can just start a conversation, yeah. great. That's a win. Yeah. Hey, if you think you can help us, please do. Yes. I need I need all the help I can. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I am fine. And I'm back to being 16. I'm fine. I'm Don't fine. Talk to me. Yeah. How was school today? Fine. Fine. It was fine. It was all fine. Sometimes those things are actually just fine. And I go, yeah, fine. Yeah. And I'm and I mean it. Yeah. It was acceptable. I have nothing to add. Yeah, it's fine. Like there's no reason to talk about everything always. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> like it's okay for things to be just fine. Yeah. And then if you want more information, ask. Like that's okay. And there we go. On that note. On that note. Oh, so the joke. Yes, please tell me the joke. This is a very oh. different vibe. This is the, the I'm okay. I quite like that we're just going with a rogue vibe at the end. It is. It feels a, good. This is a big swing compared to where we were at. You'll soon know if this has been edited out. Yeah. <laughs> the music will just start playing. No, no, it's not that. It's not bad or, or offensive in any way. Um, Let the that, music play. Well, I can't decide if it's going to offend someone, but um, My, no, that's that is true. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what can we say? Yeah. My intention is for people to laugh. So that's what's important. I feel like that's always our intention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Go. Okay. How do you make your partner scream during sex? I do not know, Stefan. Call them and tell them about it. 
There you go. So it wasn't so bad, was it? No, it was. I was expecting that to be filthier. No, that's no. funny. No, that I like that. Like, that was like that's good. It's that's possible. a so, that's a solid joke. It's just because it's <laughs> just directly about sex, and that is completely different to what we were just chatting about. Yes. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. There we go. Wrap that up. As you should, <laughs> perhaps should if you don't want to. <laughs> that was unintentional from you, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening, or even perhaps watching this. Oh yes, yes. As we should say, we should tell people this is available now on YouTube. Yeah, these are these are banging up on YouTube if you want to watch know. us, and also the video ones are also on Spotify. Yeah. So you can watch it on video on Spotify, you can watch it on YouTube, all sorts of ways to watch. So if anyone ever wanted to see more of my face, which has never happened. My mum told me when I was about 17, she said I had a perfect face for radio. And um, so when we did a podcast, I was like, that's fine. And now it's all videoed. I'm like, oh, for uh, God's sake. Do you know what my mum once said to me? Oh. Um, I was, we were looking at like a picture of me from when I was a kid and I was doing some modelling. She was like, oh, you were such a beautiful child. What happened? My mum always says that. <laughs> Why is there fascination with saying this? It's very hurtful. <laughs> like, that's brutal. <laughs> like, yes, I don't look as cute as I uh, did as a child, but that would be weird. It would be weird if I was a cute adult. Then I would be a child with adult proportions, and that's insane. <laughs> like that's, That is insane. That's not a thing. No. Yeah, I was the same. I was a like angelic little boy, yeah. and then puberty happened, and uh, just downhill from there. Yeah, puberty just... Hit hard, man. Yeah, savage. savage. On the plus side for me, my teeth were this size prior to puberty. So, uh, it, <laughs> Okay, now I need to see a picture. <laughs> I had my mouth closed in all of them. I want to see a, ch a child, like a teeny tiny child True. with big with old teeth. Massive teeth. Let me say now, I'm not saying that your teeth are massive now, but it that would be hilarious, your current size teeth. On a child. I think my teeth are sort of on the larger side of normal for an I adult. I feel like they're pretty standard. I've got a big head. I've got a large head. I don't feel like I've ever... My friend. You've not noticed I've before. never, like, picture broken those, you um, down and gone... Your, big, your head's very big. Picture one of those bobblehead toys. You're not like a Mr. Potato Head. Or one um, of those pop. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a Funko Pop. Funko Pop. Like, I'm not got that far away those. from that. <laughs> you're not, yeah, you're not, not quite Funko Pop. It's not quite as wide. I'm not giving no. it Hey Arnold, but yeah. it, is, it is rather large. So you're a Funko Pop and I'm a Breeze Block. That's kind of... Yeah, okay, <laughs> Pop and Block. Pop and Block! That's our new one. It's like Pinky in the Rain. Let's keep Pop and Block. I'm okay with that. Pop and Block. Uh, yeah, so I had those teeth and uh, grew into them. Grew into your teeth. Yeah. I love that. They were very present at that age. <laughs> <laughs> alongside the bowl cut that my mum gave me. Oh, my mum gave me this haircut of, because I've got curly hair, for some reason my hair when I was younger wasn't as curly now as it is now, but I had like, that's one of our cameras turning off. <laughs> Watch only this next episode from my <laughs> point of view. Um, I had like a, like a curl at the back, one single curl. My hair was long enough that it kind of went down like a mullet and then curled back up on itself. It was Weird. That's fantastic. It's weird as hell. Uh, thank you for listening to Fit to Talk. Don't miss our next guest episode when we are joined by Jacob Fisher from Newsies. From straight from Newsies. Yeah. Which is epic, and he is epic in Newsies. Yeah. My God. And love. In fact, notable that it's uh, him after this episode, Ooh. this chat, because we have oh, a lovely yeah. discussion about. We that do indeed. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's um. Unintentional, but fantastic. Yeah. Um, find us on social media at fit2 underscore talk. As always, if you've got any questions you want answered by us, get in touch. 
as we've just been saying, please get in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. Slip side into those DMs. I'll be waiting in there listening. <laughs> and don't forget to leave us that review. And if you like what we've heard, we've heard, you've heard. If you like what you've heard, I don't know how you do the other thing. No. Please just know that we are fit to talk with me, Stefan. And me, Bobby. If you didn't, oh, it's all gone wrong. <laughs> Textbook. Textbook. Oh, it's all gone wrong. Don't forget to leave us that review. And if you like what you've heard, we've been fit to talk with me, Stefan. And me, Bobby. And if you didn't like it, we've been Joe Wicks. Peace out. Ah!